When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another recruiting podcast here on amazingbrew.com. Future Brew, bringing it to you live uh, in the past, assuming that we are recording this. My name is Vaughn Lozon. Joining me today is uh, my usual co-host here, John Simmons. John, how you doing today, man? How's everything going over in New York City? I'm good. Not the city. Capital City. All of it. Capital City. I um, apologize. Yeah, you're yeah. in you're in the upper section, right? Yeah, I'm just waiting for one dang day where it doesn't rain this summer. Got uh, me too. Still waiting. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, everything else is good. Job's good. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been it's been pretty bad over here too with the rain and we had we had I'm pretty sure in the state of Michigan over the weekend we had four tornadoes. So let's uh, let's try and keep that away from here and uh, just let, let let's just skip all of that. I, I, I'm ready for some nice consistent sun, some some nice weather. And uh, I certainly hope that Ann Arbor is nice and sunny this weekend because there is a very big recruiting event going on at the Big House, and it's the annual barbecue at the Big House, which was a big recruiting event that was, I believe, started under uh, Rich Rod way back in the day and has continued through Brady Hoke and now with Jim Harbaugh is a – uh, usual at the end of July event where they are able to host kids from, uh, you know, junior class, senior class, sophomore, I mean, uh, all over uh, that come to the state of Michigan for this event and have some barbecue and just hang out, get to meet all of the kids. And now that uh, all of the restrictions have been lifted with uh, the NCAA and the recruiting dead period that they had for so long during the pandemic, they can, actually do so this summer so it's good that they're able to uh do that and uh, host these kids i believe these are all going to be unofficials uh i i, I want to say uh, you can correct me yeah, John, if i'm wrong I, okay i don't think they're allowed to take officials i didn't think so either period. yeah yeah i didn't think so either i thought it was just for the the one the month of june and then once uh, game days come around, they'll be uh, taking official visits there. So uh, on our podcast today, we're going to break down uh, the kids that are anticipated to show up in Ann Arbor this weekend. And obviously, as these big recruiting events go, some of these kids will drop off the list and probably not show. Uh, this <laughs> seems to happen every time we do one of these podcasts or, or John writes up a, a big visitors list for mazeandbrew.com is some kids will be Committed. Some kids will join later. So these are the kids that are tentatively speaking, uh, looking to visit Ann Arbor on Saturday for the big house uh, barbecue at the big house. So we're going to start with the 22 class and uh, we'll go the, uh, through these guys um, individually here. And the cream of the crop prospect uh, in the 22 class, uh, upcoming senior class uh, in high school here is Josh Connerly, five-star offensive lineman uh, from out west. He's 6'5", a 275. He's the number 19 overall player in the class. Obviously, somebody uh, that Sharon Moore, uh, Jim Harbaugh, all those guys are going very hard after. 
and they've been wanting to get him on campus for a while now. And they were hoping to get him uh, on an official uh, during the month of June. But due to a uh, family situation, I believe his mother was actually having uh, a child. I, I think that's the reason that they weren't able to make it out. But now that everything has uh, come and gone with that situation, now able to get to Ann Arbor for the barbecue and uh, get it on an unofficial visit. So you can save an official visit for later in the fall if uh, they are able to uh, do so, if they wish to do so. Uh, so, John, just a, a big time prospect. And uh, honestly, in my opinion, one of uh, the underrated big needs that Michigan has in this 22 class. They've got a couple guys uh, along the offensive line that are already committed, but Connerly would really push that group over the top in this class. Yeah. He's the, the big fish left uh, to recruit at O-line and it, he really, it really has um, a lot to do with the hiring of Courtney Morgan as a director of recruiting, you know, Michigan really, I think Michigan was recruiting him before Morgan got there, but since he was hired, they really turned up the heat and he's responded in kind. So I think Michigan has pretty good shot. Um, I, yeah, I like that they're getting him out for an unofficial and then so they still have the chance to, to pay for a return trip during the season. I mean, I think the Washington game would be an interesting one to have him visit considering that's considered uh, kind of the biggest competition here. They have the only two crystal balls for him. So uh, I think, you know, you just try to get him back up on campus during the season, uh, assuming that everything goes well during the barbecue, which it usually does. Um, you know, it's always a great event. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of eggs are in Connolly and the Mark Naboo baskets, both kids from Washington. So, yeah, yeah they got to pull these guys from cross country, which is pretty difficult to do. Uh, but if they can, there'd be a lot of reason for excitement. Yeah, certainly. And I know that they're trying to get Martin Abu on an unofficial visit for the barbecue as well. Nothing's been confirmed there, uh, but he's a Seattle kid too, uh, much like Connerly is. And those would be two big time prospects for them to, uh, uh, to get on campus, especially at the same time. So if uh, for some reason it, it gets confirmed later, after we end up recording this, we'll obviously update you on the site, uh, probably in the comment section of, of our uh, podcast episode here. Um, certainly would be two giant fish, like you'd said, uh, to get on campus for sure. So, yeah, um, it will be a big step forward for uh, Michigan in the recruitment for Connerly for sure. Let's get to uh, a couple of the commits here that have uh, confirmed that they will be in Ann Arbor. Uh, this weekend for the barbecue, Cody Jones, four-star defensive back commit uh, from Tennessee. Uh, he has confirmed he will be in Ann Arbor for the barbecue, as has uh, three-star offensive line commit Connor Jones, three-star offensive line commit uh, Alessandro Lorenzetti, and uh, a three-star linebacker commit Aaron Alexander, who up to this point has not been able to actually visit Ann Arbor. Uh, before he uh, committed, he uh, worked out in front of the coaches, obviously in a camp setting, but this will be his first time to Michigan as a committed player. Uh, so it will be good for him to get some face time with not only the coaches, but also those few other commits that I just rattled off there. And uh, one would imagine that Will Johnson will probably be there too. There's just no confirmation there. Uh, we'll certainly see if he does end up getting there, but he's been at all of the events pretty much uh, for the most part um, uh, this summer for Michigan, all the big recruiting events that they've had. 
uh, in the month of June, he was pretty much there for um, uh, Victor's weekend, uh, predominantly the, the big name there. But uh, good to get these commits back, especially in my mind, uh, John, Cody Jones, who has kind of been, uh, you know, it, not flipping and flopping, so to speak. He hasn't decommitted or anything, but he has left his options open now that his main recruiter's gone. So it's good to get him back on campus for this unofficial visit, too. Yeah, I was very happy to see that he was uh, scheduled to come up again because, you know, that it's always a, a telltale sign if they if a commit's going visiting other schools in these time periods where they don't have, you know, a lot of time to hit up a bunch of different schools. So, like, this – I always think, like, the end of July period is a really good indicator of where – of you know, what school leads for these kids because it kind of um, I think they prioritize the ones that they like the most to visit. So if the fact that Jones is getting back up here is a, uh, is a good sign, I think, and makes me worry a lot less about him defecting from the class. And I also think having the, the two offensive line commits uh, on campus will, will help with Connerly too, to kind of, you know, get that mm-hmm. bond growing with the position group and uh, having them recruit recruit him as well. So I think that'll be a positive uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, you have reason to worry, John, and uh, other recruiting fans of, of Michigan have reason to worry for him as well. Uh, obviously, those worries can kind of subside, like you said, a little bit. Now that he's going to be on campus this weekend, it's obviously a very good sign that he's coming back. But he took a visit to Champaign, Illinois, obviously where the University of Illinois is located, and it was a very good visit by uh, all accounts. He's still retweeting stuff from uh, Illinois football, and uh, it seems like he, he is at least keeping his options open in the event that something happens. Now, I'm, I don't have any reason to believe that something will happen where he'll decommit because obviously Jim Harbaugh, Klinkscale, all those guys have been uh, still very interested in keeping him in the class, and I know it, it seems like he's kind of tight with Miles Pollard as well another Tennessee boy. So that's certainly good news uh, to hear. And he's obviously very tight with Walter Nolan, which uh, will will definitely increase Michigan's chances at at the very least a little bit, but yeah, I think it's good that he's going to be back on campus. Good to be able to get some face time with these other commits, other prospects that are going to be in Ann Arbor. There's going to be a ton of kids. So uh, he will definitely not have a shortage of, of uh, a go blue in his ear. That's for sure. Um, a couple other prospects here. Uh, let's, let's talk about a couple on the defensive line uh, because they, again, another position of need uh, is defensive line, specifically defensive tackle. And they've got a couple good ones coming to campus this weekend. Kenneth Grant is a guy that we've spoken quite a bit about on amazingbrew.com and the podcast here. A three-star defensive lineman from Maryville, Indiana, 6'4", 335. So he definitely uh, does not lack uh, the weight <laughs> to uh, to play along the defensive line whatsoever. He has a top three of Michigan, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. So the Wolverines obviously battling a couple Big Ten juggernauts for his commitment. In-state guy, Deion Walker, he's also going to be at the barbecue at the Big House. Three-star, uh, two-way lineman. He can play O-line or D-line. He is 6'6", a big kid as well at 340. He is from Cast Tech, uh, obviously a place that uh, – Michigan is very fond of and has kind of a a little recruiting pipeline and uh, Isaiah Hastings being another guy who's going to be on campus this weekend. He's a three-star D lineman as well at six, four, two ninety. He is from Florida. So uh, Michigan, this is a pretty recent 
offer here uh, for Sean Nua and the Wolverines. So to get him on campus, uh, that will be certainly good for this recruitment moving forward as well. John, um, yeah, like I said, a few pretty good defensive line prospects here. Uh, obviously, they're going to want a couple more uh, predominantly along the interior of the defensive line. And really, any three of these guys uh, will fit the boot there. Maybe Hastings is more of a D end in their new scheme that they're bringing in. But Walker and Grant definitely fit the bill for what they want on uh, the interior of the defensive line. Yeah, I think uh, it's great that they're getting all three up there. You know, you mentioned we've talked about Grant plenty, um, but I think it's good that out of the three finalists, he's visiting Michigan. Um, Walker, you know, he's been acting like a commit for a while now. I, I kind of hope that he announces for Michigan soon. I think this weekend would be a good time to do it because if he waits too long, you kind of get that feeling, you know, the why haven't you committed yet? And mm-hmm. then, you know, it starts to fade and all of a sudden the crystal balls flip and he's somewhere else. So hopefully um, he has, he's hopefully he's had a reason to not uh, announce a commitment yet and that he could do it soon. You know, he's got his friend Mario Eugenio committed. Um, he's a cast tech kid. He should be uh, all blue soon enough. And then uh, Hastings, I think Hastings is the one that's from Canada, I believe, and transferred to Florida. Correct. Yes. Right. Okay. Yep. And so I think it would be good. You know, they could, Michigan could take all three if they wanted in and move Walker to the O line if, you know, that's more guys than they wanted. So they have some flexibility there. Um, but these guys are pretty much, um, you know, besides Walter Nolan, um, the, the top targets on the board at, at the defensive line spot. Uh, yeah, so, for sure. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of nice that they have them all on campus and maybe they can get a good vibe going and uh, hope maybe uh, someone like Devonte miles can make it to campus too. you know, the other D line they have committed in their class and uh, you know, help recruit these guys. Yeah. I mean, they definitely don't have a shortage of, talent along this uh, interior defensive line on the recruiting trail. They certainly will have their, uh, their fair shot at all of these guys. Uh, You mentioned Walker is kind of being like one of those kids that seems like he's been committed for a really long time, but just hasn't made it official publicly. At least I'm kind of with you. I feel like he is probably a silent commit at this point. Um, I certainly would not be surprised if he made things official this weekend and kind of just locked it in and, uh, uh, declared uh, his commitment to Michigan. I mean, he's seen commenting on people's Instagram posts, and I, I believe he uh, commented on Eugenio's uh, Instagram live when he was committing, saying something along the lines of, oh, yeah, that's my teammate or something like that. I don't remember specifically what, but it, it was a clear indicator that it seemed like he was a, a heavy lean for Michigan, uh, to put it lightly. Um so, yeah, I, I would anticipate he's probably um, probably going to be at the very least considering it, uh, making it official there. I mean, I, I just seem like it, it just feels like it, it should have been done a while ago. But the, the kids just, you know, if he wants to just drag the recruitment process on and just have fun, there's no problem with that either. So uh, Hastings, yeah, you, you mentioned he's a, a Canadian born Prospect moved to the States, going to be playing high school football in the States this year. A very recent prospect for uh, uh, Sean Nua in Michigan. They offered him uh, earlier this month. So uh, it's certainly quick work to get him 
on campus. And uh, obviously, Kenneth Grant, we've talked a lot about top three of Michigan, Ohio State and Wisconsin. So we'll see if Michigan can uh, solidify their place in that recruitment. Um, one more guy in 22, and we'll move on to uh, the 23 prospects. Uh, Amorian Walker is that uh, 22 prospect that we have left to talk about here. Three-star, uh, he's listed as a wide receiver, but Michigan is recruiting him as a defensive back. He's currently committed to Notre Dame, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, Michigan can, at the very least, consider him to flip. He's 6'4", buck 75, from the state of Louisiana, John, I, I really don't have much to talk about in, in regards to Walker. This seems like Michigan has really turned up the heat pretty quick here. Obviously, he's committed to Notre Dame, so it's going to take a lot to sway him. But uh, it, it's good to get him on campus. I mean, anytime you got a kid on campus, you at least got a shot, right? Yeah, I think he's one of the most intriguing guys that Michigan's going after right now. You know, 6'4", 175. Notre Dame is, has him as a wide receiver, but Michigan and like Alabama are recruiting him as a defensive back. So he's, uh, you know, a pretty versatile player. Um, you know, they've, they have the in because um, Ron Bellamy, his high school coach is the same coach as Walker's at uh, Ponchachula. So, you know, Michigan doesn't have a very uh, storied past recruiting Louisiana much, but uh, if anyone can get a guy, it's Bellamy, who's from the state originally too. So, yep, uh, we'll we'll see. I think Walker's, you know, in line to get a bump in the rankings too. Just you know, with this interest he's getting from, you know, Alabama, LSU, a lot of these southern schools. I think Notre Dame did a really good job to identify him early and get him committed. But now they really have to hold on here. And I think you know, getting him up for a visit is a really big first step. They can get him back on campus for an official during the fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see, you know, Bama and LSU are going to fill up on defensive back recruits, I think, pretty uh, quickly. So uh, I think Michigan will have a fighting shot. They just got to keep going. Yeah, I mean, you make a really good point. You you make a really good point. I mean, not even a top 500 prospect at this moment on the composite, uh, but obviously had the Notre Dame offer committed and then has Michigan, has Alabama, LSU, Florida State, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Washington State. So he doesn't have, um, you know, just pipsqueak offers by any means. I mean, he, he's got a lot of really, really solid offers, committable offers, and he's only number 536 on the composite as of right now. So, yeah, I mean, Notre Dame definitely did a very good job identifying him and getting him to lock in. He's been committed since since March 10th. So it's it's been a few months since he locked in his commitment to the Fighting Irish and it has really just recently blown up. He camped at Alabama and got that offer last month and then Michigan offered just a few days later. He took an unofficial to LSU just a, four days after getting the Michigan offer and then got the offer there. So certainly a very interesting prospect, like you said, to monitor and uh, would be uh, quite the <laughs> quite the recruiting win for Bellamy for the guys recruiting him on the Wolverine coaching staff, if they're able to do so. And, uh, you know, again, I'm on campus. It's, it's just that first real big step in uh, getting that recruitment up and running. So we'll certainly see what happens there, but we're going to uh, take a quick break here. We'll talk about the 23 and 24 kids on the other side here, but let's talk about home field apparel real quick, which is a premium collegiate apparel brand, 
based out of the Midwest and Indy. And not only is their stuff comfortable, but it's officially licensed gear. So they really don't screw around when it comes to their designs. And the team over at Homefield, they study every school's history, traditions, legacies. And with all of that, they create thoughtful designs that tell the unique story of each university. And they've got some really cool original Michigan designs that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can try, but you will fail. So they got all of these cool t-shirts, crewnecks. They're all original designs. Whatever you need, they've got it. So if you want some of that vintage apparel, go to homefieldapparel.com and use that promo code MNB, as in Maize and Brew, at your checkout. You'll get 20% off the entire first order. So if you want to order 20 items, you'll get 20% off all of that. It doesn't just have to be one thing. So if you want to just go to town and buying all this stuff from Homefield Apparel, go use MNB and you'll get that 20% off discount code. So head over to homefieldapparel.com. Start shopping today. All right, let's uh, get to the 23 guys here, John. We've got quite a few to roll th- through here, so we'll, we'll kind of try and keep this quick. Uh, let's just start right at the top. Um, in-state kid, Jalen Thompson. He's going to be a very highly coveted prospect in this junior class here. Four-star defensive lineman, 6'3", 245. He's got other offers from Georgia, Michigan State, Arizona State, Penn State, Notre Dame few other pretty good ones has one crystal ball in for Michigan state. As of now, he is going to be at the barbecue at the big house this weekend. Want to get your thoughts on him as a prospect, John, because uh, I mean, from what I've seen early on, it seems like he's going to be one of those kids that um, is one of those guys in state that you just don't want to miss out on. Yeah. Get ready to hear his name a lot because it's going to be a big recruiting battle between Michigan State and Michigan for him after uh, State hired Thomas Wilcher as former head coach uh, as an analyst on their staff. Um, You know, if Thompson early enrolls, then he wouldn't have to uh, be part of the – he wouldn't be ineligible with the two-year gap or whatever. So he – uh, they wouldn't be able to take him. So I think yeah. that's, you know, this is a guy that they, they were envisioning of being able to get by hiring Wilcher. So if Michigan can uh, get him, even with his high school uh, head coach on staff, that would be a big win. And I think, you know, Michigan would definitely take him uh, as, a, as a, I think it'd be a good D end in, in the system. Now, I don't want to speak too soon on this, but, if there's anything that I've learned uh, in this recruiting cycle with uh, Dylan Tatum and Michigan taking in Bellamy, it, it, it may not really matter whether you got the head coach or not from his high school on the coaching staff. So right. I, I think Michigan will be a major player in this recruitment. I think state will too. So don't get me wrong. I think the Spartans will definitely put up a fight because of Wilcher. Um, but I, I've just seen a lot of reaction from people saying, oh, he's, he's, a, he's a state lock pretty much and uh, pump the brakes a little bit. I, I think state's going to put up a really good fight and he's got the Georgia offer that uh, lots of really good defensive linemen have uh, uh, come through uh, University of Georgia in, in recent memory and obviously Penn State and Notre Dame as well. So, yeah, it, like you said, get ready to remember this kid's name because he ain't going anywhere and his name is going to keep popping up as this uh, recruiting cycle plays out in 2023. Um, let's move on to another in-state kid, another four-star st- four in-state kid. That's Jonathan Slack. He's a uh, offensive lineman who plays at uh, MLK High School in Detroit. He's listed at 6'3", 280, has a lot of uh, similar 
offers that Thompson has. He's got Michigan State, Arizona State, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Oregon, Tennessee, a few more in that department as well. And uh, Steve Klinkscale was actually recruiting him uh, while he was at the University of Kentucky. So uh, obviously a, uh, a, a nice bump there, John. So uh, again, I would imagine that this will probably be a kid that you're going to want to remember in this cycle as well. And it just seems like the uh, in-state crop in 23 is really strong and Slack is definitely among the top five or 10 uh, in the state in uh, 2023. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's reported a Michigan offer yet. So I'd imagine Michigan will be on this kid. Um, you know, he's a four-star in the composite, and he's teammates with Dante Moore, you know, the five-star quarterback. Yeah. So, you know, I think that would be a good move to, to offer him ASAP and probably will this weekend. And just talking about the, the in-state crop next year, I just want to point out, you know, there's five guys in the composite on 24-7 right now that are listed for 23 in Michigan. And I'm just going to skip ahead to our list later, but – two, three, four, and five are all going to be on campus. You know, Amir Herring, who has the uh, 100% crystal balls to Michigan and has for a while, mm-hmm. Thompson and Slack, who we just talked about, and Cole Dellinger, who's another uh, lineman, who is the brother, younger brother of Garrett Dellinger, who Michigan pursued last year. Um, but all those guys are going to be on campus. And then you go over to the just the 24-7 tab, and then you got Samaj Morgan and Dylan Senda, who are uh, seven, eight, in the state. So they're rep- going to be representing Michigan well uh, on campus this, this weekend. Basically no, all the no kidding. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I, you, you kind of, kind of took the words right out of my mouth, honestly, because I was just thinking, I was looking at this list that we've got here and yeah, I mean, tons, tons of talented in-state kids in 23 that are going to be at the barbecue at the big house. And I mean, you, you named all of them. I mean, Herring, the uh, four-star O-lineman from West Bloomfield with uh, several crystal balls for Michigan and has visited on more than one occasion. Obviously Bellamy is going to be in his ear, but everybody's in Herring's ear uh, from uh, the Michigan coaching staff as they have been for a very, very long time. And Michigan doesn't have a, a commit in the 2023 class, but I could kind of see him being the uh, Giovanni El-Hadi of the 23 class who kind of locks it in pretty early and kind of keeps it that way just because of the connections that he has. And it seems like he really, really does love the University of Michigan. So I I could see him being that uh, El-Hadi of this uh, 23 class, so to speak, uh, in terms of locking it in pretty quick and being an in-state offensive lineman that probably would not waver very much, if at all. And uh, Dellinger, you mentioned, yes, the uh, he's a four star, six, four, two eighty. Uh, you mentioned him, him being the brother of Garrett Dellinger um, from a couple cycles ago uh, when it comes to this 23 class, at least. And uh, who went to LSU? Obviously, LSU is going to be uh, putting up a fight for Cole as well. It seems like uh, they definitely want him. And I don't know if it was more of a uh, <laughs> like an offer to him to get uh, Garrett to lock in his commitment. But I mean, at the very least, they're going to go after his brother, too. So a few good offensive line prospects there. And uh, another guy that you had brought up, Senda, uh, Dylan Senda, who plays for Divine Child. He's 6'5", 275. Um, Doesn't have a ton of great offers yet, John, but the one that sticks out to me is the University of Iowa, who always have big, beefy offensive linemen. It's kind of like Wisconsin O-linemen. Iowa, I love to see the Iowa 
uh, offers to not only offensive linemen, but tight end as well. They usually have just a, a, a great history of, of those prospects as well. So uh, to me, Senda is a very interesting prospect because well, it'll be interesting to see if he keeps growing because already at 6'5", 275, if he grows another inch or two, could be an offensive tackle. Um, I, I think he's probably on his way to that, uh, but will certainly be a, a, a very interesting prospect to watch in this class, John. Yeah, it's kind of surprising to see him as an interior lineman already because usually they'll list these guys at tackle because they play tackle for their high school teams and then move them down, you know, if they stop growing as much as they thought. But at 6'5", 275, you know, that's like Josh Connolly's size. And I'm not saying like yeah, as the maybe the same length or measurables as Connolly, but, you know, uh, there's definitely guys listed as tackles with those measurements. So we'll see, we'll see how he develops. Yeah. Yeah, most certainly. And and you mentioned uh, Samaj Morgan. So let's just talk about him uh, very quickly here. Wide receiver from West Bloomfield, um, obviously visiting with his teammate, Emil Herring, who we already talked about. He's listed at 5'10", 175 pounds, uh, has a few other offers from Ole Miss, Missouri, West Virginia, Memphis. Seems like he might be one of those, top target types at the receiver position for Michigan very early on. I know, I know it's super early, but just on the early goings, it seems like he might become one of those top target guys. I, I believe Michigan offered him fairly recently in a camp setting. Correct me if I'm wrong, John, but uh, it could end up being one of those types of guys that they uh, uh, pursue uh, in, in the long run here uh, at the wide receiver position in state as well. Yeah, I think he really impressed them at one of the camps. I think he had visited earlier in the cycle, and he didn't. I think I don't know if it was for Detroit Day or early, even earlier, but he hadn't got an offer yet. And then when he camped in front of the coaches, they liked what they saw and yeah. gave him the offer. So I think that's a good sign. And you know, having Bellamy on staff, Michigan will always be in the mix. Yeah, I mean, as long as Bellamy is on staff, they'll pretty much be in the mix for, I mean, not only just any West Bloomfield kid, but pretty much any in-state kid. I mean, he, they, he's locking down the state, it seems like, on the recruiting trail or, or doing his damnedest at the very least. And he, he's going to have a very big in-state presence moving forward. But yeah, Morgan seems like a pretty good player. Obviously, Michigan liked what they saw out of him in that camp setting. They pulled the trigger with the offer. And uh, like I said, only has a few other offers to his name as of right now. But we'll certainly uh, monitor his development as well. We'll be interested to see here. Uh, A couple other guys out of state that uh, will be attending uh, from the 23 class. Uh, Joe Crocker is, uh, again, another offensive lineman here. They got a ton of O-linemen coming from this uh, 23 class to the barbecue three-star kid. I listed at six, six, three fifteen already as a, uh, a pending junior from uh, Nashville, Tennessee has some other pretty good offers though, from Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi state, Ole Miss, Tennessee, obviously Louisville uh, more there as well. And uh, let's just loop in Luke Montgomery here as well along the uh, offensive, but he can play defensive line as well. Uh, he's a four-star prospect from Finley, Ohio, listed at 6'5", 260, obviously is going to be a big-time prospect. He's got that Ohio State offer. He's got pretty much every SEC school to offer him, including Alabama. 
uh, Penn State as well, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. I mean, the list goes on and on for that kid. And then we'll just loop in his uh, brother, a 2025 prospect. I know that's <laughs> a long ways away, but let's just talk about him since Michigan has offered his younger brother, 2025 quarterback, Ryan Montgomery, will also be visiting with him for the barbecue at the big house. And Michigan was the first school to offer him, and it seems like that's kind of went a long way in this recruitment so far again very very early he's going to be a freshman in high school this year so it's going to be a, a, a long recruitment uh, for that kid so just with with Crocker and the two Montgomery brothers um, obviously uh, they're, they're not going to have uh, any shortage of, of big beefy guys at this barbecue I hope they've uh, prepared a, a lot of barbecue to be served at this uh, barbecue at the big house. Cause they've got a lot of big boys coming in, John. Lots of ribs, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel Montgomery. It's just so hard to get your, your hopes up. You know, I feel like there's one kid every cycle, usually an O-lineman from Ohio that, you know, says all the right things, says they're legit interested in Michigan. They're not going to, the Ohio state offer is not going to, you know, end the recruitment for them. And then they get the offer and pretty soon they're committed to Ohio state. So, you know, the, he kind of seems like the next in line here, you know, you like that he's coming back for visit. He's been on campus multiple times. Um, so we'll see, I think they've done all the right things, but just so hard to beat Ohio state for these in-state kids, um, you know, recruiting Ohio is really tough right now. So yeah, if they can get him, if they can get him, that'll be a huge win and a, Big feather in Sharon Moore's cap as an offensive line coach now, but um, I'm just still going to be, you know, a little hesitant. Uh, but Crocker, uh, you know, is a little bit different body shape than Montgomery. He's just already so massive at 315, 6'6. Um, yeah. And uh, going, getting a lot of these offers. I wonder if Klinkscale is the one who, or no, he's from Tennessee, so probably not. Um, who offered him in Kentucky, but he's got Georgia, which is nice. A lot of SEC offers. I see he's going to Penn State for a visit this week too, but they haven't offered yet, but I could definitely see uh, that happening. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see where it goes. They're in on a lot of offensive linemen, as you can tell from the visitors here. Yeah, yeah, definitely in on a lot of O-linemen. And uh, the tweet that he put out last month when he got the Michigan offer, uh, he tagged Sharon Moore and Klinkscale. So I would imagine it's, okay. it, it seems to be a combination of the two that are probably going after him at this point. But, I, I mean, he's it, on the composite, he's listed as the 292nd overall player, and it has a three-star for some reason. So I, I would take the three-star with a grain of salt at this point. I would imagine he'll probably be a four-star prospect, especially with all of these offers that he's got on the early going with Georgia, obviously being the one that sticks out, but several other SEC schools as well. So yeah, he, it looks like he could be a, a very good prospect uh, when it's all said and done. So yeah, like I said, I, ho I hope they have a lot of a lot of food because uh, they've they've got a lot of I mean I, I mean in terms of total poundage that they've got coming in they've they have thousands and thousands of pounds of kids of just guys, literally yeah, yeah literally yeah you're not wrong so yeah hopefully uh, slow's barbecue is uh, hooking them up big time or you know wherever they're getting it from one kid in the 23 class that we'll just talk about real quick that's not going to be on campus that I, I kind of expected to, but uh, I got confirmation today that he probably won't be, is uh, a five-star quarterback, Dante Moore. 
is uh, actually going to be visiting Penn State on Saturday. His uh, head coach, uh, Ty Spencer, had uh, told me that uh, earlier today, saying that uh, he's not sure if he can squeeze Michigan in, but he's trying, is a, a quote-unquote there uh, from uh, Ty Spencer, his head coach at Martin Luther King High School in Detroit. Uh, 6'2", 195 are his measurables, number 14 overall player, and the top player in the state of Michigan with offers from all around the country. Obviously you want him on campus for something like this, John, uh, especially with all of these other in-state kids and uh, his high school teammate in Jonathan Slack visiting as well. So it doesn't really seem likely at this point that he'll be able to visit Penn state and Michigan all in the same day. Is it possible? I guess so, but it's not probable. Uh, but it's certainly a, a kid that you really want on campus during one of these events. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bummer he won't be there, but, you know, you can't really expect a guy with, you know, a nat- such a national recruit to be at every Michigan event or else he'd just be committed to Michigan. But, you know, I'm glad that he's he made it onto campus for Detroit Day after there yep. was some uh, concern that he'd be going to Ohio State. He ended up, you know, not going there, going to Michigan instead. So that's a good sign. Um, but, you know, he's going to end up taking visits elsewhere and um, – you know, if he just hopefully he just keeps getting back to Michigan, I'm sure he'll be up for one, if not multiple games this this season. Um, but you'll just have to, you know, it's going to be a long recruitment anyway. So we'll just have to keep plugging. They'll have to keep plugging away with him and we'll just have to keep following the ups and downs. Yeah, I, I mean, and that's what you expect out of a, a five star prospect in, in, I guess, just anywhere. But I mean, an in-state kid. He's got the Michigan offer. Notre Dame is high on him as well. Uh, obviously, he's uh, interested enough in Penn State to go visit there on an unofficial level, um, especially when Michigan is hosting such a big event like this. And maybe he's visiting Penn State. I mean, not only just because he's interested, obviously, he wants to go visit all the schools that he's interested in, uh, but because he's already been on Michigan's campus so many times and he knows I, I would imagine a handful at the very least of these in-state kids, obviously Slack being his teammate, but one would imagine that a high ranked prospect in the state probably knows other high ranked prospects also in the same state. So maybe he's comfortable enough to venture out of the state to go take a visit somewhere else that he's not super familiar with and uh, get a taste of what Penn state has to offer. So uh, it, it's not a huge deal in the grand scheme of things, but obviously you want him uh, to be, around everybody and on campus more often than not. So uh, that is the update there. And uh, we'll certainly update you if he's able to make it to both Penn state and Michigan. But as of now, looks like it, it only going to be Penn state, but let's uh, move on to a few guys in the 2024 class. As we wrap up our podcast today, speaking of quarterbacks, though, big time prospect at the quarterback position in the 24 class in the state of Michigan. And that is Isaiah Marshall uh, from the city of Southfield listed at six foot, nothing 205 pounds is what is on his 24 seven profile right now. And uh, other pretty good early offers here for a kid going into his sophomore year. He's got Maryland, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Florida Atlantic, Cincinnati, and Pitt. Uh, Seems to be, at at this very moment, the highest-ranked quarterback recruit in the state in this 2024 class. So um, certainly good news here. 
because it looks like he might be another uh, highly ranked prospect in the state as well. I mean, there's uh, definitely not a shortage of good players in the state of Michigan uh, in any class, but Marshall might be one of those top guys uh, when it comes to the 24 class. Yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see how Michigan handles QB recruiting for 24 because they've got Marshall and CJ Carr uh, both in state in that class. And yeah. Both to be like they're going to be big time prospects, you know, Carr being the grandson of Lloyd Carr uh, obviously has connections to the program and he's going to be hard to turn down. Um, but I also think they could get Marshall with all their in-state recruiting connections now. So uh, we'll see. They're definitely going to have lots of options in state. And I think I like if they wanted to take both and both were in, I think they would just given the talent that they, that they have. I mean, they might have the opportunity to take both quite honestly with, uh, I mean, obviously we'll see what happens with McNamara uh, and the McCarthy whole, everything going on. But other than that, I mean, the depth at that point, we'll see what happens with 23, obviously, but uh, the depth would probably be a little bit more thin than they would probably like. So yeah, I could certainly see uh, two QBs in one class. Obviously if, if it's the right two quarterbacks, I think those guys would probably be those quarterbacks in the class to take. So yeah, two, two highly ranked kids. I think they offered Marshall first. Uh, so they've been on him for a little bit. Obviously Carr is going to be, you know, with the connections, uh, you can't really turn him down if he wants in. So we'll certainly monitor all of that and see what happens there. Uh, let's talk about uh, these last two guys here, John, and we'll wrap up. Eddie Turk uh, is going to be visiting. He's in the 24 class. He is a, a two-way lineman. 6'4", 230. He is from LaGrange, Illinois. Also has offers from Iowa, Cincinnati, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. And then Jane Spearman, a 6'2", 176-pound athlete from Cornelius, North Carolina. It, it seems like Michigan is recruiting him as a defensive back prospect, but, I mean, it's a 24 kid. We'll certainly see where his growth and development lands him, uh, but has other early offers from Arizona, Florida Atlantic, Ole Miss, and Purdue. Um, it, it seems like with Turk at the very least, John, uh, it seems like Iowa's on him pretty heavily at this point. So, I, I mean, obviously all of these 24 kids, I mean, take the recruiting interest with a grain of salt just because of how early it is. But like I said, I mean, Iowa with their offensive defensive linemen at tight ends. I mean, those are the kind of the positions I look for when Iowa's recruiting somebody pretty hard. And with him being such a young prospect, if they're on him pretty early, I, I, I'm pretty interested in this kid, quite honestly. Yeah, it seems like a classic Big Ten West kid is going to be, uh, you know, mess up a lot of uh, Michigan's plans when they play him. Um, I think it's interesting that he's from LaGrange, Illinois, which is where Nazareth Academy is. Yep. So uh, I don't know if J.J. McCarthy and Tyler Morris know him um, since he didn't go to that school, but he's from the same area. So that could certainly be a connection that helps out Michigan there. Um, and then Spearman just transferred to Loomis Chafee, I think how you say it, in Connecticut, where Lord, Alessandro Lorenzetti also transferred to. So uh, they'll be teammates this fall which will be uh, another good connection there. It was just, um, you know, you see Don Brown is listed as a recruiter for Spearman at Arizona. So I think he's got, you know, I can imagine he's long and likes to play man a lot. So uh, I think that's kind of the profile you're getting with him as a defensive back. Yeah. Anytime that uh, Don Brown is a main recruiter, they're either from uh, Connecticut or somewhere in that uh, range of, uh, uh, of the United States, or he's a, a viper, or, or both. So, 
I don't know, at 6'2", 176, yeah, I mean, maybe he could be a Viper uh, in Don Brown's defense. But, uh, yeah, we'll certainly be interesting to monitor him. And Turk, obviously, you know, he's only 6'4", 230, but he's got a lot of room to grow. And uh, with Iowa on him uh, early on, uh, I'm really interested to see where the development lands with him, whether he's an offensive or a defensive lineman. At this point, it seems like more D-line, but we'll certainly see where his development lands him. And uh, I'm really interested in him for sure. I think that's everybody. Did I, I didn't miss anybody, did I, John? You you hold me accountable if I did. Not on our list, but I just I have a feeling that especially for this event, there's going to be a bunch more guys that pop up last minute. Yeah, I don't know why. It just seems like this this cycle there's going to be some late additions. So uh, if you want some more, check out the visitors list. I'll, I'll write later this week. Yep. And John, I, I always appreciate you doing that because uh, you always knock it out of the park with the visitor lists. And, and I'm sure it'll be out on maizeandbrew.com by uh, uh, by Friday at, at the latest for sure. Um, you know, with like you said, additions, subtractions, it happens every single time for one of these big recruiting events. And we're recruiting or we're we're recruiting. We're recording this on a Monday so there's bound to be a ton of omissions and, and everything um, like that when it comes to who's going to be on campus, uh, who was supposed to be on campus and isn't anymore. It, it just happens every single time. So, um, you know, if we talked about somebody that doesn't end up on campus, that's more than likely the reason why. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm excited to see how this weekend goes. It's going to be, it's always a good event. There's always a lot of kids that, uh, uh, leave that place happy. And, uh, I mean, who wouldn't, I love barbecue. I mean, I don't know about you, John, but, uh, of course. What, what's your go-to barbecue? I'm a pulled pork guy. I love pulled pork. You know, yeah. some coleslaw on top. That's the best. You can't beat it. Yeah. You, you do pulled pork or, uh, you know, smoke some ribs or some uh, brisket, you know, anything like that. I'm just, I'm game. I am game. So if I were a recruit, I would only visit Michigan for the barbecue at the big house and then an official visit on a game day. That would be my plan. I don't know about you guys, but that's, (laughs) that's, that's what I would do at the very least. Um, Yeah. Hopefully all those kids enjoy it and um, uh, leave there as full as can be. So uh, I appreciate y'all listening, John, thanks for doing this as always. And you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. John, where are you, my friend? At Simmons underscore John. And uh, hopefully we can get Stephen Ossentoski back next week. You can uh, follow him at Stephen Toski and follow his work on the YouTube channel. He's putting out content left and right. Probably why he uh, skipped out on us this week. Yeah, I can't blame him, though. It's all good. Started a subscription-based thing on the YouTube channel, so go check that out, too. I would really appreciate it if you did. And follow Maze and Brew on all our social media platforms and uh, be sure to give all of our podcasts five stars and uh, find us wherever you uh, get your podcasts at. We really appreciate it. So for John, I am Vaughn. We'll talk to you guys next time. Go Blue.